All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another installment of The Deviled Advocate. It's me, your boy, old Sam Stigelmeyer, back at it again. You know me. If you don't know me, uh, I'm chilling. If I'm not chilling, I'm trying to chill as as soon as I can. As soon as I can get uh, to chilling... Uh, the happier I'll be, I guess. Put that on my tombstone. Speaking of tombstones, I was, I was browsing for, uh, for something to kill the time with, uh, you know, cause you have a podcast and you just got to talk for 45 minutes cause you're committed to it. And if you give up, then you're a failure. So I was browsing for something to, to fill the time with and you know, normally I just do that to, to, to put it at the end of the show to, 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 to get the main part out of the way. But today, those tombstones got brought up right away. And I'm not talking about the pizza. I'm talking about the thing put above people buried in the ground. I figure this news article might might uh, wet your whistles. Uh, it comes, comes to us from uh, LiveScience.com. Might be pronounced Live Science. Tough to tell. It's tough to say. Uh, Escaped petting zoo camel attacks and kills two men in Tennessee. The camel also attacked a sheriff's vehicle and was ultimately put down. Already, my interest is piqued. Not unlike a camel's back. A camel attacked and killed two men outside Memphis, Tennessee after escaping a petting zoo. Thursday. This is last week. I first of all, if this animal is going to be killing people once it gets out of the petting zoo, what's it doing in a petting zoo? Right? Am I wrong? Probably. Probably. I don't know I don't know the ethics of of camels or petting zoos. Past inspection reports suggested the petting zoo called Shirley Farms. <laughs> Uh, they say your body's a temple. Shirley Temple, you virgin. <laughs> Sorry. Shirley Farms, located in Opian County. You know what I love about stories from the South? This is something I love. And, and, and we read a lot of news articles, and a lot of them come from the South. They always tell you what county it's from. You know? Like, people outside the state of Tennessee give a hoot what Opian County is. Tell me the town. Tell me the town it's near. Shirley Farms. You tell me the name of the petting zoo. You tell me it's outside Memphis. I don't need another county. Is Memphis in Obion County? <sighs> anyway, the 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 petting zoo had little water for the dromedary camels. Camelus dromedarius for the Latin in the room. And no barrier to protect the public or attendant present at the time of an inspection. After receiving a call about a loose camel attacking people, Obion County Sheriff's arrived at the zoo, which is about a hundred miles from Memphis. Okay. They, I got, 
too aggressive too early. They're giving us a lot of location info here. Deputies arrived on scene to find two unconscious victims on the ground at Shirley Farms and a camel still on the loose. The sheriffs wrote on their Facebook page, Obian, Obi, Obion, Obion County Sheriff's Office, Lake County Sheriff's Office, Ridgely Police Department, Tennessee Highway Patrol, and the Lake County Rescue Squad were all on scene attempting to render aid and move the victims to a safe place. That's five to six different emergency rescue departments being called at, because of the havoc being wreaked by not one, no, one ha- one camel. I would say not one, but two camels, but it's one camel, two, two victims. The seemingly aggressive camel attacked one of the Obion Sheriff's vehicles and then moved towards deputies who were trying to move a victim to EMS. At the time, the officers had to put the camel down for the safety of everyone on scene. The two male victims were pronounced dead at the scene. It's a shame, truly, that a camel had the... Had the it, in what world does a petting zoo n- like not have enough water for a camel? These are creatures known for being able to survive with very little water. A camel could probably survive on two LaCroix a day. You know, but they don't have enough water. This camel breaks out of its of its petting pen and and kills two people who are just there trying to pet animals. You know, maybe you don't know. A petting zoo is is a, a place where animals are kept in enclosures that, that you can reach into and then pet the animals. So it's similar to a zoo in that there are animals in enclosures but it's different because you can't pet a gorilla or a polar bear or a penguin, but you can pet a camel or a, or a sheep or I wonder what kind of animals they have at this place. You guys wonder Shirley farms. Obian Temis, Tennessee comes up, uh, comes up next. Shirley Farms website. I'm going to edit all this stuff out so you guys don't have to hear that. I'll hear all this garbage. Shirley Farms, Showdown, OK Corral, Smith's Gold, Gallagher, Double Stop, Butter Gold, Butler Gold, excuse me, offering six varieties of registered and certified seed wheat. That's That doesn't sound like a petting zoo. That sounds like a wheat dealer. Uh, People in the city have weed dealers. People in the country have wheat dealers. Uh, (laughs) We're Googling. We're trying to find what kind of animals this place has. But it's every, every article, every, every Google thing that comes up is about this rampaging camel. Oh, here on the right side of the screen, bunch of reviews. People so friendly. Grandkids love this place every year. Great selection, friendly staff. Great is it a great selection of animals or a great selection of staff? What kind of petting zoo doesn't have a website? All right, we're just reading reviews. Had a blast with the animals and play areas with jumpers. My two-year-old loved it. Just a bit costly. 
This place is just overall extremely exciting. From the bounce castles to the monkeys. From the play area to the zebras. Yes, I said zebras. There is an abundance of wonderful creatures to see and feed. The pumpkins out front. And the amazing food. Apparently you can feed these things pumpkins. Must stop when one can. Top notch attraction. Pretty fun time. Kids loved it. Lots of animals to see and pet. They have a cool razor train for the kids. Jumping houses, swings. Nobody's really... The one person talked about zebras, but they're not really talking about animals. They're mostly talking about jump houses. Give me the animal. It's just pictures of pumpkins. Here, this guy, this is a this is a low review. Bought 50 plus pumpkins from them. Half of them rotted over the weekend. Had to wait... Had to wait 10 with a snarling, barking, unleashed dog before anyone showed up. And then the farmhead who showed up had had to run off to find someone else to help me. Yelling and cussing down the hill as I waited another 20 minutes. Well-priced pumpkins if, if they didn't rot so fast. Some people aren't happy with a petting zoo that sells them pumpkins that rot too fast. I can't, I can't deal with it. Cost too much for absolutely nothing. Maybe four animals. Nothing you couldn't see on a normal ranch. On the side of the road. Cage the owners. Suzanne Bateman. Cage the owners. Oh, okay. That's one. That's a day ago. Okay. Okay. So we got. We got new reviews coming in, people. One day ago. Suzanne Bateman. Cage the owners. Uh, Jessica Lynn says. Close down this pathetic petting zoo. In quotes. Animal exploitation and cruelty is unacceptable. And intolerable. S. Rowe says, Poorly staffed. Animals neglected. Owners should be caged. Abuse and neglect. The place just killed two human beings. The owners should be tried for manslaughter in the zoo. Burned to the ground. Give your camels the proper water. This is awful. Camels do not belong in zoos. And now one is dead. And so are two people. Maddening. A petting zoo should not house exotic and dangerous animals. The housing for the monkeys, zebras, and camels was not adequate for the animals, nor the safety of the public. Wow. Seems like Alan Shirley has brought into his petting farm many different species plucked from their natural habitat. These animals do not belong in cages. Are you guys a zoo? If not, why do you have camels and zebras? You're not a rescue. No wonder you had a camel get loose and kill people. No telling how you're treating those animals to make money. You're exploiting them. I don't know if anybody's ever asked the hard-hitting question, but do animals at petting zoos get a paycheck? They get free room and board. And I get what you're saying. If you're held captive, it's not really free room and board. You know, if you're being trapped and exploited. And I guess that harkens back to last week when we were talking about sex traffic and people getting trapped. And Let's read some more reviews. Never been, never will. Based on the story I just read about two men killed by an escaped, water-deprived animal, this place should be shut down. I'm curious to read this. This person said, okay. They've got 13 reviews and this one's negative. Let's see what else they say. Whew. 
we're doing it. Okay. Bombay Olive. This person uh, did not like the fact that the zoo had, 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 uh, what do you call them? Exotic animals, right? And so let's see what they say about Bombay Grill, an authentic Indian cuisine restaurant. I went to lunch with some friends. The service was extremely slow. The chicken sog and korma were tasty, but the chicken vindaloo and tiki masala were awful. After one bite, my friends wanted to send those back and order something else, but the waiter owner refused. So I had to buy another entree for my one friend, and the other just didn't eat it. Then they had the nerve of charging us for extra rice. I will never go back. So this person, first of all, tried everybody's meal you're going out you're hey guys do you want to come to dinner i'll pay for you it sounds like this person paid for everybody but i want to i want a bite of everybody's dinner i hit up the homies sometimes hey you want to go get some wings uh but i get one wing from everybody's tray what and where am i going that gives you a tray you know i'm an adult uh they've got a very high rating for a plumber it's difficult to find a plumber who comes when they say they will it uh, does an ex- excellent job and doesn't charge an arm and a leg. Be weird if they did. What's a plumber going to do with all those arms and legs? Give a plumber money, not, not your body parts. Danny and Will did all of the above and were professional and friendly. I plan on hiring them for a job on another property this week <laughs> for major renovations soon. So you've got money. You've got properties. That's fine. Oh, here's here's a different plumbing service. Uh-oh, two years ago. The first one, 10 months ago. This one, two years ago. Different plumbing place. They charge you extra if you don't buy their overpriced products. Yesterday, we got an estimate for a water heater installation from this company. We had, ga- we had a gas heater, and we're told that it wasn't vented to code, and that it would cost over 13... This is a long review, holy cow... $1,300 to do so, but that if we wanted to install an electric unit, we just have to get it rewired for one. They gave us prices on their gas and electric units. Both were nearly three times the price of the same brand units at the local home and improvement stores. Told the rep we'd likely go with our own unit. The different installation price listed was $306. So we hired an electrician to come out and rewire for the electric unit this morning. The afternoon when we told them we'd like them to come install the unit we were buying ourselves they suddenly said that we'd have to pay an extra four hundred dollars to cap off the gas line and the old vent when the rep was told that this wasn't part of the contract he texted i forgot to put that part on the paper our gas company said that a four hundred dollar charge to cap the gas line was outrageous they clearly only want your business if you buy their overpriced products we i'm so i'm done with this this is tired okay one more negative review from walgreens the staff has always been friendly and professional, but the company practices okay. One star review of this company. Long review. The staff has always been friendly and professional, but the company practices and policies are awful. Four times in a year, Walgreens has been late on my injections. A month ago, I had a flare up so bad I couldn't walk or close my fingers. Okay, well, this sounds bad because, yeah, they could have died. Wrote the company, never got into... Okay, well, we've read we've read some reviews. That's the thing we're doing now. We're reading reviews. We're killing time, because somebody had to do had to do it to him. <laughs> I'm chilling. 
If I'm not chilling, I, I'm trying to. It's a, it's a beautiful day out. If you're, if you live on a coast, if you live near, you know, if you live in a sunny area, daylight savings time might not affect you like it does those of us in the northern hemisphere kind of chilling in the cold weather of the Midwest. But when I tell you that my, I've just, my spirits have been lifted as, 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 as the day the daylight has been longer i got off work and it was still light out you know one of the best parts of my job is that i get to see the sunset almost every day at work except for when you know like that's a that's 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 what we call a cancer perk right cancer perk is like uh you have to go to chemo right but they have really good cookies at chemo so it's it's not the worst thing in the world or like how the sun sets at four o'clock, but you work until six o'clock. So it's chill because you got to see the sunset for, for a few months, even though now it's dark out and it's six o'clock and you're so tired cause it's dark out and it's six o'clock and you still have to work more. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it, it does. You know, you spring forward and, and, and you're tired, you know, you lose that hour of sleep and I had a rough Oh, I had a rough daylight savings time. And I'll tell you, I will tell you, I'll get to it. I had a rough daylight savings. I had, I, 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 I had a friend and his partner who I also consider a friend staying at my place this weekend, uh, because they were back for a funeral. Unfortunately, uh, speaking of tombstones, Hey, call back, baby. Not the time, Sam, not the time they were back in town for a funeral. And their flight left at like 4.45 or something Sunday morning, right? Uh, And I agreed to drive them to the airport before I knew what time the flight was. I did that because I love my friends and I would do anything for them. What I didn't know was that it was daylight savings. And so when you try to set your alarm for 2.30 in day... so, So the plan was... It's about a 20 minute drive from my house to the airport. Shouldn't be any traffic because we're going in the morning, but they need to be there two hours early for COVID things. Right? So say their flight leaves at five, they need to be there at three. Uh, and we, we talk it down cause it's such an early flight. It's like, well, how about you, you get there an hour and a half early. That'll be fine. And it was, but you know, from, from what I heard, uh, but so <clears throat> So you need to leave the house at 3.30 at the latest. Uh, we realize it's daylight savings, so we want to set our alarms for 2.30 to be safe. You can't do that. You can't set your alarm for 2.30 a.m. on daylight savings. So to be extra safe, we had to set our alarms for 1.59. And do you know how, do you know how unbelievably disheartening it is to have your alarm go off at 1.59 a.m. and you're like, oh. It's one fifty nine, and then now it's three. Now it's three, and you have thirty minutes to get to the airport. Okay, okay. Oh, it was fun though. It was great to see them. I haven't seen them in a long time, and we're talking about cancer perks. We're talking about tombstones. I would be remiss if I did not bring up the the unbelievable amount of ham that I was gifted this weekend. So my friend, Adam, 
I love him to death. Uh, listener to the show. So Adam, forgive me for saying this, but a bit of a ditz. And and I'm going to put the blame on him for grabbing the ham because it just doesn't feel right to put it on his partner. So we're chilling, right? I'm, I'm hanging out before they get there. Let's rewind. Let's get to the beginning. So they're going to come to my house and they're going to hang out for a little bit, go get dinner with a friend of theirs, come back, crash for the night, right? So when they come back from dinner, they know when they get to my house, they, they, they load in all of their stuff, right? And apparently in one of the bags that they have has two full hams in it. They, because the person who gave them a ride to my house had gotten ham from, from the family after the, after the services, you know, because people have sandwiches and stuff at funeral services. And so some, somehow while they were unloading their luggage, they grabbed all of this ham and they brought it into this house, into my house. And like, 40 minutes later, this person whose ham it was deservedly, uh, you know, this, this ham was taken from them. And I'll remind you, I don't eat meat, and these people are getting on a plane. My roommate doesn't eat red meat. My girlfriend's favorite food in the world is ham, so it works out just fine. But funeral sandwiches hit so different. They're so good, you know, but... Imagine being able to have them without having to to go to that. Cancer perks, baby. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Uh, so I've been eating an ungodly amount of ham. I gave a bunch of it to Marissa to take home. I put half of it in the freezer. But I've been... I'm, 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 I'm a vegetarian, but I've talked about it before. I don't like that term. It's too douchey. You know, I, I liked plant-based for a while. Cause it was, it was even worse saying, oh, I'm plant-based seemed way funnier than saying, oh, I'm a vegetarian. And then people were like, do you eat bacon? <laughs> it's like, no. What about milk? <laughs> Nobody eats milk, Dave. But I like, I like the term, I'm a pretty chill dude who doesn't eat meat most of the time. I got all this ham. I also got some chili cheese dogs. I got some chili cheese bratwurst. But they're like, when I think of a chili cheese brat, I think of a, a brat with chili and cheese on top of it. But these are just brats with apparently chili and cheese in them. When I tell you, I don't know why I got all of this stuff. I also got a container. They left a container of super greens and, and vegan chips and vegan popcorn. Why, why was there two grocery bags full of food that were supposed to get on a plane? <laughs> you know, why did I, why was I gifted them? I don't know, but I'm forever happy because one of the bags had a nerd's rope in it. Do you guys like nerds? I'm not talking about the ones from high school. I'm talking about the candy, baby. Imagine it on a rope. It's just not even that hard. It's, it's <laughs> it ruled, though. It ruled. It was great seeing uh, friends. It's great eating ham. Taking. I have a tradition when I take friends to the airport. And that is to play the DuckTales theme song as loud as I can while they're unloading their bags because I think it's very funny. And I 
I've I've dropped people off at the airport a ton of times. I've never seen the airport as busy as I did at 3 a.m. on daylight savings time. Why was that? Why was everybody flying on daylight savings? We're like, if we fly to Arizona, this won't affect us. Get everybody get on the plane. We're going to Scottsdale. There's no there's no daylight savings in Scottsdale. I like I like the name of a town that that implies that one man is another man, you know, like Scottsdale, Williams gym. That's not a town, but Arizona doesn't do daylight savings. As I'm aware, I don't think uh, Puerto Rico does either, or probably the rest of the world. (sighs) Daylight savings. And, and when you ask why the DuckTales theme song, right? Well, for one, it absolutely rips. For two, it absolutely slaps. For three, it, I mean, just listen. Aeroplanes. You know, you play that song with the aeroplane in it, and you don't want to play in the aeroplane over the sea. Cocktails! Woohoo! Come on! Are you not are you not enjoying this? Are you not entertained? Ducktails! Huey Louie Dewey Scrooge Donald? Oh, come on. Daffy? There's a pretty cool guitar solo a bit later in the song. This is the extended version. Just, just sit back. Sit back and quest. I got my favorite parts coming up. Oh, there it is. This, this is the solo. Check it out. It sounds like a duck. fun while it lasted, but you can't listen to the full song on a podcast. It's it's in bad taste to do that. So I'm told. So we're just going to do a long fade, and it'll keep going, and it'll be fine. And it's a really fun thing to do to your friends if you're dropping them off the airport is to blast the DuckTales theme song. And I've talked about it before. I will talk about it again. It will never not be funny to me. And uh, what else is going on in my life? We, Bread Knife, the band, started recording our album this weekend. Uh, very slowly, but very surely, we will get it done in my basement. Why in my basement? Because last time we went to a studio, we it never panned out. We paid the guy, he recorded it. And then his business shut down and it never got mastered and we never reached out to him. And so there's just 10 songs by a band called Sam and the Tall Boys out there that have never been mixed or mastered. And that's fine. Uh, 
we started recording one song and it took about three hours to record three instruments up to the first chorus. It's not great. It's not great. It's not going as quickly as we wanted. We wanted to have this song done by the end of March and uh, we're halfway there, baby. And we're not there. It's not there. And that's fine because you set deadlines and you have goals and sometimes those deadlines and those goals tinkle, they tinkle right on your chest. You know, they moisten your chest hairs with (laughs) drippy drip drop drip of pee. It's cool though. It's fun. You know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna do this and maybe in six months we have made very little progress. Uh, but maybe in six months we, you know, figured it out really well and it cruised through it and it's been done for five months already. You know, who knows? Who knows? I also, like, we have a song and I played it on here like the week that I wrote it and it, it's like a killer's knockoff ripoff song. It's really poppy and really friggin' cliche and bad. Uh, and so... I, Myself and the lead guitar player, Jeremy, have been, like, over it for the last few months. You know, like, we're, we're, we're really good at playing it. Like, it, we, it, we've mastered that song. But there's something about it that just doesn't fit the vibe. It's like, if you put out a emo punk record with one pop song on it. And so... I decided to rewrite it and it's our drummer's favorite song. And he was so upset when I was like, I rewrote it. I I changed the chords. I slowed it down a little bit. Like it's darker, it's grungier, it's fuzzier. And I'm sorry, but you're going to have to rewrite your parts and relearn this song. And we played it once and like nobody in the band had played this song fully in this rendition myself included right because like i've just been fiddling and like i found a chord progression within the key that it's already in so i can change the 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 sound of the verses and leave the bridges to the chorus the same and they hit way harder and then the chorus doesn't sound as repetitious as because the because the chords are different, and then I got rid of one of the one of the choruses altogether in the middle of the song because I said, "Guess what? We're just putting a musical bridge here, and it's just gonna be Shred City." But I haven't figured out all those parts yet. You know, I just know I like, I just know the first third of the song works, and after you get to the first verse, get, get through the first chorus. Excuse me, it falls apart, and. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know, you're going to keep working on it because the, the, the original version sucks and you want to be proud of this thing. And when we got done trying to jam it, like Matt, the drummer, he looked at me, he's like, you don't even like it. Like, like I'm looking at you right now and you're, you're, you don't like what that sounded like. And I was like, well, I like it more. I just don't know how to do it yet. And nobody knows how to do it yet. So it sounds like trash. It's not that hard. We'll figure it out. It will just take time and maybe it ends up getting recorded in the way that half of us don't like. And that's fine. It's just never going to get played live because we're never going to play live. No, we are. We are. Shut up. Shut up. Quit. 
quit putting black poison into the universe, Sam. We're going to play tons of shows. Uh, boy, what else? What else happened this weekend? I looked at houses. I looked at houses. I'm trying to buy a house, right? And what a, like, this market, everybody's like, oh, you're trying to buy a house, house now? The market is so bad. And it's like, well, I don't know how to continue renting and being happy about it. And I don't know how long I will be able to do that. And like, you know, what if the market just doesn't get better? What if I, I just rent for another 20 years? You know, I could have paid off two thirds of a house in that time. So I was looking at houses and like the morning I get a text from my realtor and she's like, Hey, uh, the first house we're going to look at is accepting offers by noon. Our tour was scheduled at one. Uh, I don't know how people can, can stop accepting offers before a house has officially been on the market. Like there was an open house and by the end of the open house, they're like, we're done. We're, we don't need any other offers. And it sucks. Cause that was a cute, cute yellow house. I was so stoked about it. And then there was one other house and we went and looked at it and I was like, this is perfect. It's a tiny backyard with a gazebo that like maybe someday I could put a hot tub under and, and three bedrooms and a basement, like man cave area, a deep freeze, a dishwasher, a kitchen with an island, built-in record shelves. Like, it was, it was perfect. And somebody outbid me. I put an offer in. I, like, I spent all Sunday. And, like, I'm, I'm groggy Sunday because I had a crazy late day at the airport. And then I had to wake up and play, I guess, play D&D eventually. No, I woke up and we recorded music for like four hours and then I had to play D&D all day and all day during D&D I was in and out taking calls from my realtor trying to put together an offer, trying to get my lender on the line. <sighs> all, all of that, a ton of stress to be told no because somebody offered more and said they didn't want an inspection. The market is just going to keep getting, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a housing expert now, everybody. Get ready for episode after episode of Sam's real estate blues, but the market is just going to keep getting worse and worse. If people keep buying houses that, that, you know, they're, they're outbidding on things that aren't worth it. My bid, my bid was, was five digits, you know, higher is a, my, my offer was a five digit number higher than what they were asking. You know, it's fine. It really, it, it is, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get the house. Cause that means that a better one will pop up. I listened to this podcast today and this guy, Sypha, Sypha something. He's a rapper who's not, who's now a comedian. Uh, he was talking about stoicism and how, how Marcus Aurelius just loved everything. He loved his tragedies. He, he, he accepted everything with love. So I love that I didn't get this house. I love that, 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 you know, hopefully a family got an awesome house. And I love the fact that maybe another pizza boy got that house and he's going to like fill the record cabinets way faster than I could fill the record cabinets. But I thought that was a neat way to look at life, to just, just look at something and choose to love it. Right. You know, like I choose to be kind. I choose to treat people with respect, but. The Beatles said it, you know, and I know, I know I'll let it be after this, but all you, all you need is love. So, so 
So why not look out at failures as a love affair with the, the, the success of your future? Why not? Cause it, cause it hurts. Cause it hurts in the moment. You know, grow up, love that pain, grow with that pain. And more importantly, don't get advice from this podcast. Make up your own mind. I listen to other comedy podcasts. That's where I learn about this stuff. Whoa. Maybe you should get your life advice from this podcast. Because I get my life advice from other podcasts. Wow. Wow. What a world we live in. What a world we live in. This is the part of the show that I get to and I need to kill time with news. But we took care of that off the top of the bat. So let me tell you. Let me be. Can I can I be totally frank with you, you all? Can I open up about something that has been eating away at me for the last week or two? Uh, I don't I don't know how to say it without upsetting some of you, without making you sick to your stomachs, without you know going on this charade for too long. But I've been watching Twilight. I'm two Twilight movies deep, and I'm not happy about it. I I don't feel good about this. Uh, people say get a girlfriend, it'll be great. People say find find a, find somebody to love, it'll be great. Nobody says you're watching Twilight. Nobody told me that that was in, in, involved. And my friends set me up because we were hanging out on Discord. Marissa and I was hanging out with my friends and I and we were playing games. And I said, hey, guys, if your girlfriend wanted you to watch Twilight and you'd never seen him, would you do it? And all my friends, upstanding guys, no, no, they're all a bunch of rat bastards. All of them, every one of them for doing this. They all said, yeah, we'd watch Twilight. What? None of them. None of them are watching Twilight. I'm stuck watching Twilight and they threw me under the bus. It's fine. The first movie is absolute garbage. It is 100% absolute unabashed garbage. The second movie is also trash. It's better, but it's not good. It's still trash. I don't. I heard for years about these sparkly vampires. I heard I heard for years. My, you know, the circles I run in, people kept talking about Twilight, but they... Oh, the vampires are sparkly. And I thought, that's fine. You know, it's it's spooky. It's it's mysticism. They sparkle. That's it's crazy. I didn't think that they meant that when they went into the sun, all that happened was that they sparkled. I thought they would still burn, but no. Vampires just if they go into the sun, they sparkle. They sparkle now. And I'm saying this to an audience. An audience of eggheads. That helped me rank 33rd in the Vietnamese podcast charts in the in the year of our Lord and Savior 2021. I'm saying this to eggheads who are podcast listeners, which means that they're over the age of 24, which means they've probably already seen Twilight or they don't care about Twilight. And so they're never going to see it. Uh, I'm saying this to everybody who, 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 who listens to this podcast, but doesn't listen to Conan O'Brien's podcast. You know, what are you going to do about that? Conan, you know, now people on this are podcasters hearing Conan has a podcast. I'm going to go listen to that. I'm looking forward to finishing this series. 
I am. Uh, I hope that Jacob and Bella end up together because he seems like a much better boy and such a good boy as a wolf. And Edward is not even that hot. And his siblings all date each other, so he should just date one of his sisters because that's normal in the vampire world. But in the second movie, Bella's like, Jacob, I love you, but I can't be with you. And I was like, what? Why are they putting this propaganda out of there? Why? Why put that in, in, you know, Twilight is for young women, right? Like it's a young adult novel. I don't know many men who have read it other than. Maybe they're reading it with their girlfriend, but why, why, why would you put that in a girl's head that they can say that to somebody? I love you, but I can't be with you unless, unless it's Romeo and Juliet, you know, (laughs) one of the oldest stories of all times. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that it's chill to chill and it's chill to try to chill. So I hope that you have time to chill. I hope you have time to Soak up the sun, uh, catch some, catch some vitamin D. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Take it easy. Everybody drink lots of water. Be kind. Uh, don't forget to eat your green beans and take care.
girl with the rice and the yolk. High libido, cheat on chest up in the Fritos. Tip, 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 tip,